comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. So should I call you a cab? The baby's cold outside. You know, it's really not bad. She said it was cold outside. You can still catch the bus. Gonna make breakfast It's a few blocks away. Tomorrow we'll hang out all day. I have an early thing tomorrow. Got a toothbrush I, I have can a meeting borrow. at my work. The last guy who isn't a jerk. You really can't stay. It's starting to storm out. But baby, it's warm the moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes 30 minutes every time Catherine revved up the microwave i'd piss my pants and forget who i was for a half hour or so it's 30 minutes away i'll be there in 10 i'll be there in 10 is this a five minute argument or a full half hour you have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, we put the Chris in Christmas. Happy, or I guess I should say Merry, shortest day of the year, December 21st. Today is the shortest day of the year. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's that's correct. That was one of the things I was going to bring up when that's I talked true. about. I have two things to talk about today. Today being, one, the shortest yes. day of the year, and two, it's been one year since I moved into my condominium. Whoa. It's been a whole year, really? Yeah. Wow. Actually, today marks the day that I actually purchased it, did all the paperwork and stuff like that. Excellent. I didn't move into a couple of days later, but ownership Very started cool. today. <clears throat> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Brad. Merry Christmas, Frank. Merry, Merry Christmas, boys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, men. Let me start the ambiance here. Yes. Merry Christmas headphones. There we go. That's nice. <laughs> um, we, uh, it's not we, snowing outside, by the way. We've There's already eaten eight our, inches of our rain. Christmas present from Bill. Bill. Yes. Yeah, Bill, yes. which made us, which was so sweet to make us uh, pancakes and bacon. We, Shape, shaped like snowflakes. Did yeah. you notice? Yeah. He oh. even went to the trouble to cut all the little holes out. No no one pancake was alike. Well, right. what you do they is. They're all you, symmetric, too. You, you right? fold them up. You fold them up four ways, and then you do your cutouts, and when you unfold it again, you get a snowflake. Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. very, yeah. very uh, delicious. <laughs> So this year we decided to exchange. The bacon was made from elf meat. I don't know if you know that or not. That's some good elf. Yeah, a lot of people thought I said elk. No, I said elf. (laughs) I think mine had a little Will Ferrell in it. Yeah, just a little bit. You know, I haven't even watched that movie once yet this this holiday season. Gosh, we haven't watched that either. Yeah. Oh, that's that's wrong of us. Well, it's just... we We got four days left. Yeah, we can. This year we decided to exchange food items for gifts, for Christmas gifts. Yes. Which Bill just well, gave, I, us, gave us yours. And I feel kind of bad because my original concept was to make the pancakes um, in a uh, Christmas tree shape as opposed to snowflake shape and then give them to you cold in Ziplocs. <laughs> I but, prefer the way you did but it. But yeah. as it turned out, uh, they waited for about 20 minutes while I got them all ready and they ate them hot with a little bit of bacon. Oh, wait, am so, I recording? Yeah. 
How's our level? We our, level good? our level's good. Oh, <clears throat> so good. Now, I, I'll run out and I'll go get my Christmas gift real fast. It won't take long. But as a predecessor, originally I made, made you guys green meatloaf. Whoa. I made it. And nice. what happened? Green. And what happened? And it was good. All right. So but we were supposed hungry. to record on a yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. A bit peckish. But, but uh, scheduling conflicts happened. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to start eating this. I'll, I'll use it for lunch. And then I'll make the guys something yeah. else. Yeah. So uh, I ate some meatloaf for dinner one day. And it was very good. It was green. Uh, the next day, I pooped green. I was yeah. Solid say, green. How was your okay. stool the next day? So, <laughs> so I said, no, I'm not going to. This is disturbing, and I threw it away. Oh, wow. So, oh, no. So no green meatloaf. Instead, I made you this. You what, guys did you use food I coloring, or yeah, did you use like, like, you need like pine needles or something? No, no. Okay. Food All right. All right. Red, uh, blue, and yellow, number yes. five. <laughs> blue and yellow, number five, make green, number 15. What's he pointing at on the refrigerator? I don't know. I'm not sure what Sage is doing these days. He's turned seven, of course. And uh, What are you pointing you at, know, young man? He's matured a lot. Your sister? She'll always be your sister until one of you dies. That's right. Um, until one of you dies. Oh, wow, this, Frank. Here we go. This wow, may surprise Frank. you to know that Frank is... Uh, yes! In the shape of Bill. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, dude. Red has eyes. Look at that. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Wow. Some. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I can see the uh, the no, I can see the the tube uh, coming from my still suit. That's awesome. There's your OU. And if you notice, the mouth is open on Bill. Yeah, because he's always talking. Because I'm a mouth breather. I, I get it. I get it. That's very cool, Frank. Very cool. Are they edible? They are edible. Sugar cookies. Are they? Awesome. Dude. <clears throat> oh, that is hey, tremendous. I'm going to take a bite of me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can I take a bite of me? I want to take a bite of Brad, too. Here. You want to try this? Take, go. Just take go the whole away. thing, buddy. Just take the whole thing. There you go. All right. I'm going to eat part of my... Sage likes my, cookies for breakfast. Part of my, I'm going to eat part of my head. <laughs> Ow. Mmm. Ow. Oh, that's good, Frank. Now, originally, I made them to where they, they would look a little more like your heads. I mean, Brad, I gave you uh, big ears. Uh, but because it when it baked, it kind of spread out and it got... Mm. I mean, look, your ears were touching at one point. I had mm. to separate. Frank, that's good. Good. I taste great. <laughs> Here, Bill. Let me go get... Okay. I'm going to go get y'all. Yeah. Tremendous. That cookie sheet's not free, by the way. I'm going to eat... No, no. That. We're giving you the cookie sheet back. I've got, Trust me. I've got plenty. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good, huh? Oh, yeah, buddy. I decided to to take a chunk out of my shoulder. It's supposed to go straight (laughs) for the head. What's Sage is doing? Because he's... Now, we're kind of wondering about Sage. He's... he's, Yeah. We're, uh... Yeah, that's good cooking. We're afraid that Sage is uh, reverting to a more animalistic nature these days. Put this on the, on the stove, Originally, we just thought he was being cheeky. Oh, thank you. That's for you. Oh, Bill, this is for you. What's Frank, going on I'll, here? I'll give. It's homemade queso. No way. Oh, Brad. Homemade queso. Dude. And yeah, uh, I made some for our Christmas party I at work. Love this. You're welcome. I made some for our Christmas party at work, and there was zero left when I took the pot home. So oh. you knew it was good. Everybody loved it. So you know it's good. A couple good. of the warehouse guys came in for seconds even. So, What's I it made with? The way it smells. Good. Huh? Is it made with bits of real panther? So you know it's good. <laughs> Excellent. It's Some got, pan- we got panther queso. It has real queso in it. Um, 
This is what it's I call just, a win. You know, heat it up, and, you know, in the I'm microwave. I'm enjoy that tremendously. Good. Now, we got other gifts to talk about, but we also want to do some movie talk, too. Do you yeah. want to do movie talk first and then get into listener gifts? Uh, can gift? you guys hear the oh. sleigh bells? Is it loud yes, enough? Yes, I can. I can hear it. Okay. Hey, uh, by the way, um, a yeah. uh, uh, number of listeners, honestly, have, have asked about this. And, uh, yes, uh, Santa did call into the uh, the HHW LOD uh, line uh, oh, earlier this week. Do you have that voicemail? I do have that voicemail. Can we listen to it now? We could listen to it now, or we could save it for like later. Whenever you think it's appropriate. Let's let's do it towards. Let's do it a little further into the show. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you guys had seen the Hobbit. I had not seen yeah. the Hobbit. Yes. I loved it. Absolutely Great. loved it. I have every How desire cool. to see it again. Really? Yes. I'm dying to see it one more time in high frame rate. The uh, we saw it. I took my 14 year old Allison to see it in high frame rate. Yeah, I may do that with the kiddos uh, today. The scene with. Um, Sherlock and Watson, <laughs> fantastic. Nice. Uh, just the best part of the movie for me was the whole, was the whole. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. The of another, interaction. I'm trying to think of another role more Martin Freeman was in. Oh. Hmm? Um, well, he was um, uh, not Ford Prefect. He was uh, Arthur. Um, uh, Arthur Dent. Arthur Dent. Yes. Uh, the, the scene between Arthur Dent and Khan was the greatest. <laughs> nice. Was, I love. I I was. I had chills. The whole time, I loved the the whole movie. I thought was fantastic. Great, and yes, people, we know that Martin Freeman was in the British version of The Office. Okay, you yeah, I was stop, trying to remember. Stop his texting. Name. I was trying to remember his name. Okay, um, I was. Um, I I just thought it was, and I loved the high frame rate. I mean, is is it amazing? We the thing that that the only thing that hacked me off. Uh, hacked off is too strong a word, but uh, uh, myself and a couple of uh, a couple of workmates, uh, we went to go see it Friday night uh, last Friday night, and. Um, uh, we were originally going to go to the 715 show, which was the XD, Dolby Atmos, high frame rate, right. 3D, you know, full-blown, next best thing to IMAX. And as it turned out, um, we, uh, just we, had, uh, game, we had a couple too many beers, and we didn't make the 715 showing. Uh-oh. Or, no, 745. So we ended up going to the 815 <laughs> showing, which was not in the XD theater. Uh-huh. It was still high frame rate. It was still good, but it was in a regular theater. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on a regular screen. It was, it was kind of, still 3D. It was kind of grody. It wasn't being wasn't a regular grody, theater with I normal it. people. Yeah, I yeah. Know. So, Brad, let, let's compare and contrast just a little bit. I thought some of the action scenes went on a little too long, uh, like the barrel scene and the scene inside of the mines. I just thought, oh. I didn't. When the movie was over, I was like, that's it? Wow. <laughs> so because, you were really into it. Because yeah. I... I really enjoyed it, and I really want to see it again. But Can you I guys hear the, the sleigh theater. bells? Is it loud yes. enough? Yes, it's, it's right. good. Um, I walked out of the theater, and I looked out at my watch, and I said, it hasn't been six hours. Because I really dug that movie, but that movie felt like it was about six hours long. Uh, I didn't get that at all. That's I cool. thought it was – I don't think it could have been any, just right. any more well done. Um, I love Evangeline Lilly. Oh, yeah. she, she was just great. That's the she thing. Was very good. She okay, here's an elf. Here's one thing that bothered me about the movie. Two things. You mentioned the barrel. The coincidence yeah. with the barrel knocking everybody over. That was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. Really. But I like the the fat. Uh, the red beard dwarf, guy? the red like when he was running, he was running faster than everybody. <laughs> yes. That was really funny. <laughs> um, I don't understand this phenomenon. Of hang on, I can't hear the sleigh bells. Okay. I don't understand the phenomenon of taking a pre-existing character, pre-established character right. in a movie, and making them wear contact lenses. Okay. And what character are we talking about? Legolas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His eyes were 
blue. Ice blue. Blue, blue, blue. Oh, in this so movie. Dreamy. And in the Lord of the Rings movies, they were like... They were blue? They weren't this blue. Okay. They well, he was younger in this blue. movie. I think they were brownish. It, it's a possibility that his eyes got kind of roomy. I think they were brownish. You know, it made me think of, of what they did. Now the sleigh bells are too loud. I'm turning down. But I think um, the deer are too close. Back him away. I think it I've reminded got, me of of. I've got some reindeer be woman. gone if you just want to spray a little okay. bit, just right on the right behind the chair. It reminded me of the Invisible Woman in the Fantastic Four sequel. Okay, Rise of oh, the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um, Jess Alba had like these crazy blue contacts, yes, and in. it was completely distracting. Yeah, and that's yeah. the way I was with Legolas's eyes. Yeah, and that was they weren't quite as dreamy. <laughs> Yeah, as they were in the first okay. three movies, they were they were a little were bit scary, kind of striking. Weren't yeah, they, they were a little scary. Yes. But over, I mean, that's the only th- that's the only complaint about the movie I had. Well, I just, I'm, I'm sure the film, so filmmakers will go. Well, he's younger in this story, so his eyes are brighter. The older you get, yeah. the less vibrant. That would be the argument. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised to find out the elf king was his dad. Okay, I thought that was cool. Well, and of course, none of this is in the book. I yeah, mean, it's and not, I've never read the book, know, so I didn't know okay. about well, it. Okay, well, they're wood elves in the book. They're actually quite different from Legolas and his ilk. Yeah. So they, uh, Peter Jackson shoehorned Legolas uh, into this movie, which I don't have a problem with because he's a good character, and I'm glad to see Orlando Bloom back and his dreamy blue eyes, of course. He is dreamy. Oh, my he? gosh. Hey, where's when my... When he's uh, blonde, he is dreamy. Where's my cookie self? Oh, uh, it's, it's back on. over there next Sage. to the oven. Go, I'll, go I'll bring Brad's cookies. No, that's okay. Hey, Head. You sit right there, buddy. I don't need any more cookies. He, he responds now to Head. Pence. That's right. Um, Head. So I loved Cookie. it. I'm good. Great. And the way it ended was just like, ah. I did I like the ending. The whole, uh, we'll spoil I, it. It's like, what have we done? Allison looked I, over at me when that ended, and yeah. she goes, I have to wait a year? <laughs> no, you don't have to wait a year. It's, I, I've heard that it's coming out in six months. I have not. I, I have not, I've not uh, gone to check this oh. out, but my understanding is that the next movie is going to be about six months away. It'll be the summer tentpole next year. I have year. not heard It'll that. It'll be like a May May fourteenth kind of thing. Me. Yeah, which I'm totally good with. I, I, I would like instead of waiting a year doing the six month type of cycle for movies. Didn't they do that with Matrix? Or am I mistaken? Did you I have think to wait the for second and third ones were six well, months apart? What you're doing? Ah, thanks, buddy. When, which part of me is this? The head? The like the top? That's okay. It doesn't matter. I taste the same. Yeah. When you are, um, oh, that's actually Bill's mouth you're eating. When you're creating uh, more than one movie okay. at a time, I think you have a lot more uh, flexibility yeah. to release them every six months or a year, as opposed to, you know, because uh, I think the uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings movies they came out yearly, didn't they? It was every November for three years running, right? Two years, maybe, or no, it was not two years. There, there's a possibility, no, because they shot all three movies in one shot. I don't know, but it seemed like to be about a year <laughs> those apart. Ra- will you spray some of that stuff? Those reindeer are getting closer. The bells are getting louder. <laughs> Sorry. Glad they don't have a ballistic missile with them. How about we kill that and maybe throw in a little Christmas music? Oh, sweet. We've signed. Christmas time. Um, yes. <sighs> what else? Uh, Anchorman. That was like the big Wednesday movie. Okay, I got to kill all music for this. Now I saw it Wednesday uh, afternoon. I saw it Wednesday night. Wednesday when night. I got yes. off work. Bill, have you seen it yet? No, I have not seen it yet. You will be spoiled. I want. I don't to. think Brad and I want to hold back. <laughs> um, I, I think I can handle spoiling a comedy. Is it a is it a cliffhanger? 
No. No. Really? Really. That's too bad. I, I thought I thought maybe they'd get on CNN and then someone would turn around and go, "What have we done?" Now, Brad, do you want to? Um, I know you feel very strongly about this movie. Should I go first or should you go first? You tell me. Why don't I go first? Okay. Because I think what I have to say is going to be unexpected. Okay. This was no Anchorman. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, technically, technically it was an Anchorman it was because exactly it's Anchorman, Anchorman too. But yes. when you compare this with the first movie, this was no Anchorman. Brad, I'm with you. It breaks my heart. It, it, I did not have a solid, like, Wah-ha! laugh once. I had a handful of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll be quite honest. There were times when I was laughing with tears in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But overall, I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it by any stretch of the imagination. If Anchorman was a 10, this was a six and a half. Okay. That's about where I would put it, too. And it breaks my heart to Dang. say that, but that's the truth. Um it felt contrived. Mm-hmm. Um, it repeated some things from the first movie, which was a yes. big disappointment. Yes. There were things that were repeated that worked well, mm-hmm. and there were some things that were repeated that just felt forced. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Han Solo, <laughs> but having Han Solo in, in the Anchorman movie was really distracting. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's um, only in two scenes. Yeah. The uh, the big fight at the end. Right. Was it neat to see all the cameos? Sure. Did it work? Not really. Uh-uh. Um, first off, you could tell they couldn't get all those people together on the same day <laughs> because the whole scene, with the exception of one wide shot, was all close-ups. Yeah. Um. It just, it's, John, it's so hard to, to, to say this out loud, but it wasn't great. It wasn't. Uh, it was about as half as funny as uh, the first. Yeah. Well, now, and, and, and you started because, getting that impression. And and, and, it, and I, I think warned you guys. I said I said this when we were at the diner. I said I think they're trying to make me believe it's going to be <laughs> funny, and they know it's not. Yeah, and and you're not the first person who said to me, with this much marketing, it makes you wonder if they're trying to, you know, cover up. Maybe. Uh, the, um, we'll talk about favorite scenes here in a moment, but I'll, I, well, I'll jump in first. I have, there are two parts of the movie that I, I just found just so tremendously funny. One was the John C. Riley character in the fight scene. Nice. You think so? Well, mostly because of a scene that um, Will Ferrell, it's just a throwaway line, goes, goes, he says something like, does anyone... Oh, Why yeah. isn't anyone freaked out about John C. Riley? It's it's about his character. You have to see. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, because right. That's kind of a big joke. Yeah. But it's like, why isn't anyone freaking out about like, this? Yeah, why aren't we talking about this? Yeah. We have all this going on, but look <laughs> at that over there. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And the um, uh, the other scene, which I really did like, it's the section of the movie that takes place in the lighthouse. There were a lot of jokes in there, both visual and small, that that um, that made me laugh. Again, if we talk about that, we spoil it for Bill. Yeah, go. But, um, I thought the whole blindness thing—that's mm-hmm. what we're getting at. Yeah, was just stupid as crap. It was. Yeah, there, there it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work for me. It just was. I was like, really, you, you professional comedians who wrote one of the funniest movies in the history of funny movies, 
think this is funny? It just blew my mind. So the the lines that made me laugh in the lighthouse scene, this this is a reoccurring joke during the lighthouse scene, is Will Ferrell, and he, he does it like three times. He'll go, I spent an hour trying to iron my clothes with a cantaloupe, something like that. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd would go, how did you even do that? Cantaloupe is round. It's not even hot. It, you know, Will Ferrell would say these outrageous things like, I spent two hours making myself a sandwich and it turned out to be rocks in a, in a piece of paper. And Paul Rudd would point out, how could you, why did you go on that long? How could you not tell? Because rocks don't feel like me, yeah. you know. And, and that to me, in the theater, <laughs> that got a lot of laughs because he did that at least three times. I liked Brick a lot in really? this movie. A lot. And Kristen Wiig was funny. So is it is it my... Um my guess upon watching the first trailers was that uh, is that Brick has actually uh, gotten worse over the years, and that Brick <laughs> is now almost too stupid to involuntarily breathe. Yeah, but at the very, very end, <laughs> okay. he says something very poignant and very. It made complete sense. Oh and my. It was deep, and it sounded like a normal human being. And all three of them looked at Brick and said, "What'd you say?" And then. <laughs> And then he said something ridiculous like, I love Lamp. But it wasn't nice. that, but it was, you know. <clears throat> I liked Brick a lot. I liked seeing the one cam- the one cameo I wanted uh-huh. at the, uh, showed up on the motorcycle. Oh, yes. The one cameo I wanted to see, I got. And that made me happy. Good. Um, but uh, I, I just... It's hard to recapture whole, lightning in a bottle. It is. The like whole that. bit with the shark. Uh-huh. Oh no! I love the shark bit. Did what they, about the song that he sings? Did they jump? Said shark. <clears throat> no, it's just I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray. You yeah. know I will because I laughed a lot in this movie, but I didn't. It just wasn't. Uh, it didn't gut punch me with with funniness. Um, you know that, that is too bad because I, I showed the kids Anchorman, the first Anchorman, obviously, about a month or so ago, and you know we, the, we howled through it. The but, bit at the beginning where he's like clearing his throat and human yes. torch, they repeated that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the thing he does when he clears his throat to prepare his voice, that had me in tears. Okay. <laughs> that had me in tears. But um, So the human torch was not denied a bank loan in this movie, huh? Uh, no, but he's got other funny sayings like that. I'm really... Uh, that kind of bums... That kind of bums me out because I thought the whole point of them taking like what when did the first movie come out? It was like, ten years. It was ten ago. years ago. Yeah. So I'm sitting here thinking that in a in a perfect world they've spent these last ten years gathering ideas, yeah. and putting them in their little notebooks, and then they come together and they take all these great ideas and they turn into a uh, sequel of epic proportions. Well, what? let's let's just point out that uh, since you haven't seen the movie, but Brad and I have, there are scenes in the trailer that are not in the movie. So they have what? obviously yeah. shot a lot of footage that I'm sure there will be another. Small it was that movie way that with, yeah. with the first Anchorman too. Yeah. So, you know the scene in the trailer where he's talking about uh, the one guy says I'm gay. Oh, is that, are you a gay vampire? You know that that whole deal. That scene's cut out because it was. T- I heard Adam McKay talking about it. it. Was tied to a big musical number that didn't make the movie, so they had to cut out that one scene. And really, I have, and I have seen clips of. An obvious choreographed dance number yeah. in in some type of trailer that um, I mean it looks big but but yeah I guess so they cut that out because of of uh, of the dancing now I, I I would like to point out we do get to see Kristen Wiig 
Yeah. Uh, their first date, her and Brick, is very funny. Yeah. And we do get to see her in her underwear. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just wow. going to leave it at that. Yeah. That is very funny. Uh, her her character and Brick were made for each other. Okay, yeah. so is I mean, it? Uh... She was the female version of Brick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was wonderful. Um, All right, so so which which is better, uh, Kristen Wiig in underwear in Anchorman Two or Alice Eve in underwear in Star Trek Into Darkness? What are you talking about? Better? Define better? Yeah, I don't you know. Have to define better. You tell me. I haven't seen Anchorman Two. Um, as far as looks go, better. Yeah. Alice Eve. Okay. Alice Eve. All right. Humor and funniness. Okay. Kristen Wiig. Because yeah, that scene in Star Trek wasn't really that funny. Actually, no. I really, yeah, that, that movie wasn't nearly as funny as it should I, have been. I think you will get a huge kick seeing uh, Kristen Wiig in her underwear. Awesome. Okay. Notice, notice how I said yes. This is Bill when he sees that scene. Oh, shoot. I, f- I forgot <laughs> I had it potted down. This is Bill when he sees it. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. And then he'll see it again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see the third time. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> so I know everybody expected me to just say that it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I, I expected a rubber stamp from you, of I, all people. I can't. I can't. I well, can't you know what? Them. You get to keep uh, some of your cred. I, like I said, I la- there were several parts when I laughed very yeah. hard. Either that or you've turned into a fanboy and you hate everything now. One of the two. There were a couple, really of, sure which. couple of places when I literally had tears in my eyes, but okay. for the most part. The dinner scene by any chance? Not tears there, but mm-hmm. that, yeah. was, that was uncomfortable to watch. Oh, uh, just uh, Will Ferrell with his uh, black girlfriend meeting the family and just yeah. him saying everything. Yeah. <laughs> he said everything he shouldn't have said. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, that... Uh, um, that was in the trailers, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, it's that, a different that was, scene. It is. Yeah. It's cut, okay. It's cut different. Well, I mean, it's, different takes. Yeah, that's that whole Judd Apatow, Annie McKay. You know, that whole way that the these current Rat Packers do is they just go and they just riff, right? Yeah, you know? and I'm sure that the Blu-ray would be full of that stuff, I which hope so. you know, I'm I'm very excited to to watch. Okay. I, the whole time I was listening or watching the movie, I was listening for sound clips. You know, like I've got several from the first movie. I'm thinking, okay, that would be a good sound clip. Okay, good. That's a good one. So should I uh, wait until it comes out on uh, Blu-ray, or should I go see it at the Dollar Theater? Dollar, definitely. No, go to the regular theater. Go you to the want $7 me to pay $14 to go no. see a movie that's half as funny as the first one? Go to the $7 matinee. Yeah, All right. matinee. I, gotta take I the would kids go, to go see, see it again for $7 matinee. i got to go yeah, take I the kids to see... Um, See smug tonight. Yeah, cool. Did I riff uh, yeah. in the last episode or two on how much it bothers me how they pronounce the word smog? Well, I, I'm sorry. It, I, I realize we're, we're turning it back. Smug, smug. They say smog. Yes, which just I, I could not hear that in the first movie without going. What's going on here? Well, that's because you've never heard it pronounced. My ears twang out, out loud. Before. I know, and as we all know, I am a master of pronunciation. It's pronunciation. So what I say goes. <laughs> I. uh I can remember getting very excited when I heard in Star Wars Attack of the Clones they were talking about the Chewbacca planet. Yes. The Wookiee planet. Yes. And they mm-hmm. pronounced it. And I was just like, so that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys remember how it's pronounced? I don't. Kashyyyk? Nope. Kashyyyk. But I it's think. spelled like K Y Z Z Z L O M Z Q. Let's open this 
Christmas present from the great Liz Hill. Oh, great. Now, we need to do a, a courtesy shake to see if we can figure out. We'll take It says fragile on it. Well, we it does do say that. fragile. We won't do a big shake. Half okay. hour wasted care of Bill McGonnell. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Liz Hill. Right here, I'm going to give it a. I'm gonna give it a courtesy wipe. I mean, a courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I, I I can't even call it Freudian. What was that? I, I, that was not I'll in it. Back in a minute. I'm gonna give it a courtesy flush, and then hang on. I don't even know what a courtesy wipe is. <laughs> I know what a courtesy flush is. It's the things that they have sitting out next to the hand sanitizer when you walk into Walmart. Oh, okay. Those are okay. courtesy wipes. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. When you need some moisture. That's a lot better. It's like, what do you, you get like halfway through and you go ahead and take care of your business and you just stay there for the 15 minutes I've reading? Had, I've had to go, go back I and I got nothing. do a little bit of a courtesy. I got one. nothing. Liz, I want you to know that if anything in there is broken, I did not shake the package, not even once. No matter how hard I wanted to. I I sent two things. Uh-oh. What? There is a uh, stuffed animal that has been murdered. Oh no! It's white stuffing all over. There's the There's elf blood all yes. over the living room. I'm sensing. Oh no! I've got to go. I've got to go buy more elves for Pepper to chew up. I'm gonna think maybe there might be a book in it, but it is marked fragile, so that would make sense. But there's or like maybe two or three books. Fragile, as they say in Portugal. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say. Brad, in your professional logistics opinion. Yes, you uh, are. How the, much do you think this weighs? You are the logistics <laughs> master. This is about six kilos. It was a flat rate box. Yeah. No, actually, it's more. Yeah, it's about six kilos. Oh no! What is it? Is that an eye? Yeah. Gross! Gross! Did you have? Did you have a guess? Huh? Did you have a guess? Ah, uh, I think that's going to be a casserole. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull tab two open. Okay. okay. That's good oh, theater of the mind, people. Oh, there's several wrapped packages. There are. Uh-oh. Dude, Uh-oh. what's up? Here. What is this? What is that? I don't know. I just pulled the one thing out on the top. <laughs> what does it say? For Brad. Rush. For Brad. Oh, okay. An appreciation of their musical kick-buttedness through the years. Oh, well, I'm thank interested. you. I'm interested. That's for me. I know. She made a mixtape for me. Aw. Thank you, Liz. Awesome. Uh, By the way, Liz posted today that today is International Rush Day. Is it? <laughs> well, then 20, this, this works the, out quite well. It's the 21st day of the 12th month, 2112. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, by the way, uh, Liz, this is a uh, this is pretty good uh, pretty good little mix there. Pretty good little mix. Hey, what do you got there? Who do you, who do you guys think this is? <laughs> <laughs> I think we see a present for Brad. Now, there, it doesn't seem to be name tagged, but there's a characterization of Brad. That is awesome. I've got on. Converse we, on my feet. Yes. I'm holding a guitar. I'm wearing a flash T-shirt, and I have stubble and a chin beard. And he's got blisters on his fingers. He's got blisters on me fingers. Oh, I wonder who this is. <laughs> oh, dude. We've got to take pictures. Awesome. We've got to take pictures. And Frank, yours, yours fell off, I think. <laughs> I'm always characterized wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt. A Hawaiian shirt. shirt. My hat is backwards. Uh, me that holding a sign saying free sell, because that is my favorite game. <laughs> Uh, something here that the bow fell off. Oh my gosh, that is tremendous. Let's see. Oh, maybe if I turn off the flash. Okay, this one. Um, this one 
is just has a, a bow on it, so I'll let you open this bill since it's not addressed to anybody specifically. Okay. We'd let Ooh. Sage do it, but he would probably... Um... Thank you. Okay, this appears to be... My guess is this is going to be an image of some sort. Sweet. Thank you very much, Lewis, I am opening this, this up uh, right this Rush now. CD. It's cool. You're going to like it. And here goes... What is going on here? Ah, uh, yes. What is it? That's right. I was told about this. I, it's not that I forgot about it, yeah. but I forgot that it was going to be in this package. Okay. Um, Frank, Brad, this present is much more for you two than it is for me. Oh, okay. Yes, because I'm on record as, as hating with a passion, a burning, the burning passion <laughs> of uh, White Hot uh, Sun, uh, this show. But uh, you guys, you guys are into it, and uh, please enjoy your new portrait. Oh! No way. To half hour wasted, how are you? I am fine. Bronson Pinchot. No way. That is awesome. She must have met him at a, at a con or something. She did. She communicated with me. She, she ran into Bronson Pinchot at a con. Oh, that is I've actually sweet. got a picture somewhere of, of her uh, getting it signed. He actually wrote, how are you? I am fine. God, that uh, is awesome. That is wonderful. <laughs> I'm actually tearing up a little that bit. That is wonderful. Because that is like the most amazing thing. <laughs> this is the classic picture of the perfect strangers. That is great. Oh, my hey, Frank, God. Can you put the three? Oh, jeez. Uh, the three. Uh, <laughs> Frank's crying. <laughs> crying put those three together and, and take pictures. Take a picture of that, would you? That's wonderful. May I see that? That is so awesome. <laughs> Liz, that's just fantastic. I'm kidding about the hate that show, The Passion of a White Hot Burning Sun, by the way. That was all just for show, for radio. It says, to half hour wasted, how are you? I am fine. Bronson. <laughs> That's this man right here. He signed it and he wrote that for it. And, and he's that is going, great. <laughs> how great is that? <laughs> that is fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. So we're clearly going to have to have a death match to see you guys to uh, have this at their house. Well, it goes in the we'll studio, see. Like you know what? It could go in the studio or it could go on a rotation. It could spend you know, a few weeks or a month at your place, a few weeks a month at his place, a few weeks a month in the studio. I whatever. say we leave it here in your house. We can do that. Hang we it can up, do that. Hang I'm, it up uh, somewhere. I'm not averse to that. Oh, right. dude. My fu- Ooh, Wow. Okay. Here's a Christmas present for the Texas Rangers. This is hot off the presses as of 11.28 a.m. on Friday, uh, uh, Saturday, December the 21st. Rangers sign Shinsu Chu. Does that mean anything to anybody but me? Yes. Gazuntite is the answer to that. Okay. Well, those who uh, love baseball, um, actually, uh, I don't know. There may be people out there who aren't that happy about it. I want to post a picture of the the autograph. Did you get a good picture of the three of us? All right. Yep. I got a couple good pictures of mine. Oh, I can't wait. I'm just too excited. <laughs> oh, sweet. What'd you get, Brad? The Return hey! of the Green Goblin DVD animated movie from the old animated series. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I kind of like that old series, too. I did, too. too. I did, too. This is very cool. I haven't seen this. I don't believe I've really seen this. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Liz. What'd oh. you guys get? Oh, Liz. Liz knows oh, Liz. You are you are a card. Oh, yeah. What do you got? I got me Harvey Birdman, attorney at law <laughs> for, for the, the Wii. Awesome. Yes. Sweet. I was an early adopter of, of Adult Swim. And yeah. 
and I loved, you know, Aquatine Hunger Force, um, Sea Lab twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, but especially Harvey Birdman. This show had one of the greatest opens in the history of television. Very cool. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Oh Liz, you're far far too good to us. And for you me, get Frank? Liz knows me very well. <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons comic extravaganza. Yay! Cool. It's a trade. I, I actually collect these. Yeah. Very this cool. This is one I do not have. Thank you, Liz. I will read this and cherish it because I love the Simpsons. Dude, I can play on That's the bird wonderful. team as Harvey yeah. Birdman or Peanut. Or Bird Girl or Avenger, or I can play on the opposition, which would be Reducto or Vulturo or Freezoid. Oh, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Have you did you post that picture of the three <laughs> the three guys? The three um cardboard cutouts? Uh, I mean uh, paper cutouts. Me That's awesome. Oh, Thank you very much, Liz. Bird, man. Liz, you actually made me cry, so Take that to That's account. a score. I've, I've, I've been trying to do that to Frank for seven years, and uh, it hasn't worked yet. Liz also sent us a card. Yes. Um, it, it did say on the card, it says, Mr. Frank Milo, Mr. Frank A. Rincon, Mr. Bill, the voice of McDonald. You may open before Christmas, um, or after since it took me a million years to get this to the post office. Um, it's a polar bear with a Santa cap on. It says, one of my favorite things about this time of the year is the cute little elves. It's a polar bear talking about elves. You mm-hmm. can imagine, I can imagine the, the horror and the bloodshed on the inside oh, of this yeah. card. So yeah. as I open it up, I brace myself and it says, oh, it says they taste like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need to do oh, some awesome. tagging in that picture, but I just uploaded it. Oh, it says, it uh, That's great. It says, have the best holidays. Thank you for the numerous laughs with HHW over the years. I'll, you keep making them. I'll keep listening. Happy holidays, Liz. Well, That's that fantastic. Liz, fair. happy holidays to you too, dearest. We've got to share that on our Half Hour Wasted page too. Absolutely. It's awesome. This is great. <laughs> I haven't played a lot of Christmas music, but you know what? That's fine. It's not too late. Yeah. I can play a little bit. Absolutely. I, I uh, thought about um, taking you through the... Uh, the weirdest and freakiest Christmas song in the history of Christmas songs. Yes, I'm referring to Baby, It's Cold Outside. But I'm not going to because I don't want to bring the room down. Thank you. Yeah. Why is that freaky? Go go read the lyrics one of these days to Baby, It's Cold Outside, okay. and you'll realize that it's basically a, a date rapist. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. If you really... If you listen to that song line by line, you'll come away with your eyes crossed going, holy cow. Mm. Yeah. Can you guys do a, uh, I don't have my laptop today. Could you do a search for, for maybe on YouTube, uh, Santa's Too Fat to Go Down the trim- Chimney? This is a song I actually heard the other day. Wow. And it, it sounded like it was recorded in the 50s. I was listening to K-N-O-N. Santa's yeah. Too Fat for the Chimney. And too Fat for the Chimney? Yeah, try that one. Okay. So they had some Christmas music on KNON, which is, yeah. by the way, it's uh, Dallas's uh, community uh, radio station. Yeah, it's so. very, like, you will hear crazy stuff on that station. Oh, it, it's weird. You'll hear Zydeco music followed by death metal. Yes. I mean, not, not like song to song to song, but, but they'll have shows, you know, which will be an hour long, two hours long. And it is one of those things that for Fox, 20 years. who are we going to see? For 20 years, I've thought to myself, it would be cool to have a show on that station. That's it. Not the one? All right. That's it. Are you excited? 
This song was written by by thinly disguised Marxists, right? They're just not going to let this one go, are they? I'm off. Rub a dub dubby. Hey, who signed our picture? Was it Mark Lynn Baker? No, it was uh, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Hey, Perfect Strangers is on Facebook. You should tag. I am. Yeah. Tag Perfect Strangers. This is a terrible show. We're doing Facebooking and stuff during the show. <laughs> I think we get the gist of that song, yeah. right? That's oh, awesome. technology gets in our way sometimes, yes, doesn't it? It does. Not okay, like now we tangent. also got some Christmas cards, too. We got a Christmas card from uh, Joe Jans, sent to my house, uh, care of my house to us, but I left it at, at my house. I apologize. It was a really nice uh, photo of Joe and his wife and children. So I will, um, <clears throat> thank you, I'm, I will uh, bring it next time we get together. Okay? Fantastic. And this is what I'm thinking. Uh, this will be published two days before Christmas. Um, and we would normally get together on Wednesday, but it's Christmas uh-huh. on Wednesday. So I'm not so sure that, uh, oh, cool. I'm not so sure that we'll have a, a new show right away. Mm-hmm. We, we'll, we've been pretty behind this holiday season. Yeah. But uh, I definitely, uh, when the new year rolls around, we will be back on schedule. Yeah. So That's this, a promise. This show may sit up for a couple weeks. Okay. So just, just know that, guys. We haven't gone away. Yeah. We're just uh, holiday, holiday crud. You know what we could do, guys, is what? we could record whatever we do for the holidays, like maybe a, a little 20-minute segment and just put it all together. And Let's like, do here's, that. Here's what Brad's doing for Christmas. Here's what Bill's doing for Christmas. Here's what Frank's Let's put Christmas. together a random audio file. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll throw it up. Okay? Good idea. So, so get, you get the kids opening presents and stuff yeah. like that, Bill. Cool. We'll just, I'll, I'll throw that together for, uh, for the week after Christmas. Sound good? I'm down. All right. I'm down with it. What time is it? I'm going to have to... You're going to bolt so out here can, in a couple of minutes. So we can uh, start um, yeah. heading out of here. But uh, Oh, well, I, need a, I need a cable. Oh, I that's right. Santa, Santa sent his, uh, his message to me, and, uh, um, which is odd. Here, just use this. Usually just, it comes straight to the uh, half of our yeah. uh, HHW LOD uh, voicemail line. As you all know, the, uh, what's the number to the uh, line? 972-798-3830. Okay, well, well, Santa did that. 
and um, he made sure to he made sure to to let you know what show you know the message was going to, and um, you know which was nice of him. Then then he went ahead and went into the message. Um, I Wait, haven't listened to it on, yet. I was just yeah. looking at this thing that Liz Hill made. Our characters. Why? Yeah. Why is my skin a little browner than everyone else's? Um, Frank, it's because <laughs> you have a deep olive skin. <laughs> Yeah, she used a different shade of construction paper for uh, for Frank. I'm an albino. It's not it's not racist, Frank. You are no. that color. I yeah. am that color. You actually hit my color just just right. No, it's per- these are wonderful. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate Liz on actually drawing six strings on this guitar. That's great. Yes, because that's that's not easy. I'm uh yeah I'm definitely these these are definitely being kept. Oh heck yeah! I know. So and hand me, to, hand me the perfect strangers. I want to see it some more. I just want to look. At yeah, it. this is very. That is just. <laughs> I want to touch it. I just want to touch it. That's and hold amazing. It. Frank's hugging it now. That is amazing. <laughs> As he holds a tissue to his eyes, it's, it's kind of touching. Oh man! I'm with you. I'm getting teary. Again. I'm with you. Crap. I know. That is know. very wonderful. It's true love. Um. All right. So should we roll with yeah, Santa? Please. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I'd like to. Yes, this is a message for half hour wasted. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh. oh, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, kids, it's time for Christmas again, and uh, Santa just wanted to pass a. Few words of encouragement along to Brad and Frank. Oh. Don't worry, there will be a Christmas this year. Although it probably won't be as good as last year's because of increasing governmental regulation. <laughs> and also, I'm not sure if my sleigh is going to make it off the ground this year. As you know, I used to have eight reindeer, and then Rudolph joined, and then I had nine reindeer, and, uh, I was able to put on an extra 75 pounds or so and still get clearance. No problem. Well, I hate to say that uh, Rudolph and Clarice went off for a weekend getaway. A baby-making getaway, I think. <laughs> and, uh, well, they came back and, well, we thought Rudolph had mange for a while. <laughs> but it turned out it was Dutch Elm disease. <laughs> yes, it... Spread from his antlers into his brain like wildfire and uh, basically turned him into a mindless, bloodthirsty deer zombie until we had to put him down. And I know, even though it wasn't his fault, it's still really hard to look into those big brown doe eyes as you hold the gun up to his <laughs> temples and slowly squeeze the trigger. Oh. Uh, it wouldn't really be that bad. I could put headlights on the sleigh or something. Unfortunately, Rudolph shared his feed bag with Donner and Blitzer and Comet, and I had to put them down too. So Santa's not sure that Santa could lose enough weight before the 24th to get his sleigh off the ground, so... If there are any presents under the tree this year, don't say you weren't warned. Now, if Santa does get to your house this Christmas, oh, I got your messages, Brad and Frank, and yes, you too, McGonnell. Brad, I got your request for a Lego Fight Club set. (laughs) And I'm sorry, I couldn't find the one that had meatloaf in it. So I'm just not sure you're going to get anything at all. all right. I'm probably going to have to get you a fruitcake. That's fine. Because Lord knows I've got plenty of fruitcakes at the North Pole. 
For some insane reason, I spend three months out of the year making fruitcakes. I know that nobody wants a fruitcake. And you know what? The factory, well, it smells like the back end of an antelope after three months of making fruitcakes. <laughs> so, it was either that or a wooden horse. And, well, the fruitcake, at least you can, like, hold a door open with a fruitcake or something. <laughs> Frank, for Christmas this year... Your present will be not getting eaten by bears. Yes! Yeah! Oh, you may ask. Well, you weren't planning on getting eaten by bears anyway, but uh, trust me on this one, Frank. It's a good present. Yeah. And as for you, McGonnell, you're getting rocks and coal this year. Not just rocks, not just coal, but rocks and coal. Oh. You know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> There were some other people that wrote me looking for uh, Christmas presents. For Joe Jans, I'm getting ears of corn because I don't think he has enough up there. It's all being turned into gasoline, and, well, it's hard to eat gasoline. For Des Reeby and his family, I'm sending you a can of Funnel Web Spider Be Gone and maybe some wildfire repellent. I've also decided I want the water in your toilets to start flushing clockwise instead of counterclockwise, <laughs> you being on the butt end of the earth. Uh, and for Liz Hill, I hope that every Lego set you get, you get two of, so you can send one to Sage and <laughs> save McGonnell a lot of money this year. Well, that's about it. I'm going to let the elves out of their tiger cages now, and uh, we're going to make that last push for Christmas Eve. What's that elf number one? Oh, no. Blitzer's showing signs of Dutch elm disease, too. Uh, I've got to go, guys. But hey... Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, have a half hour wasted New Year. <laughs> Santa needs to start vaping. That's the only way he's going to get rid of that cough. That uh, cough. That's poor Santa. <laughs> he needs to quit smoking in his, so in his a, spare time. Know, a... That was wonderful. So you I'm know, glad good old Santa, Santa got a hold of it. I'm yeah. glad I'm not going to get yeah. eaten by a bear. That's actually a fear I have. That's a great gift. Yeah, I think it is too. Knowing got a year worth of yeah, no beer, that, knowing that 2015 is going to show up and you will not have been eaten by bears at any point during the previous Does that calendar include year. Polar bears. Now I'm a little worried. No, I think it includes all bears. Oh. I think Santa would have uh, specified. I'm guessing, but I'm thinking that Santa would have specified if it had just been brown or black bears. Or Which deer did he have to put sun down? Beers. I forgot. Oh, he had to, Rudolph and he Donner and Comet and Blitzer. And I don't know. I guess Wolf Blitzer, maybe, because he mentioned Blitzer and Blitzen, and uh, it confused me a lot. But you know what? Oh. 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 <laughs> the old yellard. The old <laughs> he used a machine gun too. Wow, Santa's got an AR-15. Unbelievable! Goodness gracious! That's well. Now, well, now we know why an elf he had to put a jet engine underneath his sleigh, right? Golly, I know it's carnage. It's too bad. Uh. So, anyway, uh, maybe next year, uh, Santa, things will be looking up for Santa. Now, uh, for, for Muhammad Ali and Sage, do they still have a, a good friendship? Muhammad Ali and Sage? Yeah. Yeah. And how about Muhammad Ali and Zoe? Did they have a good relationship? Yeah, I mean, I think both kids have been good this year, okay. as far as I know. I mean, I guess, I guess what I'm talking about is uh, where are they on the magic scale? Is Muhammad Ali real? <laughs> oh, um... I think it's uh, 
I've never. I haven't really asked the eldest child about it, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure she's got an idea what's going on. I told you guys <laughs> how I found out. No, right? I never never shared that with you. No, let's let's, so. let's change Muhammad Ali to another code word. Uh, uh, Muhammad Ali. How did you find Good. out Muhammad Ali wasn't real? I was at home during um, <laughs> during Muhammad Ali break. Uh-huh. In, okay. uh huh. In was in the elementary school. My, yeah, it was in elementary school, and um, <laughs> I'm sorry. it was it was Muhammad Ali Eve <laughs> on this uh, on this sitcom, uh-huh. um, and soap opera, right? And so the the mom and dad <laughs> were putting their children to bed because it was it was Muhammad Ali Eve. All right, and um, and the dad comes back in and and, and says, okay. And I was at home because there was no school, right? So I had right, the TV right. on. Yeah. And one of my mom's stories, my stories are oh, on. Oh, yeah. her stories yeah. were on. They were on. So I forget which one it was. Anyway, the dad comes back down the hall and says, okay, kids are asleep. It's time to go get the Muhammad Ali presents from the attic. Right. And put them under the tree. And I went, what? What? You mean that that means that no. Muhammad Ali is it's not real? Oh. <gasps> The parents oh. are the ones that, that do the Muhammad Ali stuff. Oh, no. That means my parents have been lying to me. How old were you? I was in elementary school. I mean, I honestly wow. don't remember how old I was, but I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense now, but I'm not going to say anything because if I say something, all those Muhammad Ali presents are going to stop showing up. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's that's a smart yeah. of you. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, so that that's how I found out was a soap opera on the TV. I don't remember any one specific instance. I think it was just kind of that 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 creeping realization, you know, just over the course of a few years is like you know, things. But no, there was never a great revelation for me about Cassius Clay. Yeah. Or Muhammad when, Ali. When I found out, I remember exactly. So uh, I was at school second grade. Oh, by the way, uh, kids, if you're grade. listening, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, we're talking about Muhammad Ali. Right. Uh, I um, I was in second grade, and I got into a fight with someone at school about Muhammad Ali, about whether uh, Muhammad Ali was real or not. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went up to the smartest girl in in the class. Her name was Kim, who happened to be the prettiest girl in class. Nice. Beauty and brains. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so I went up to Kim, and I said, Kim, and I very smugly, I I remember being smug about this. I go, David over here says that Muhammad Ali's not real. Why don't you kind of fill him in? Straighten this all out, huh? And I remember she looked at me like I was an idiot and said, Muhammad Ali's not real. Of course, I played it cool because Kim was pretty. I was like, I know. I went home crying. <laughs> oh. Like, when my mom picked me up, I just was bawling. And my mom was like, what's wrong with Muhammad Ali is real. And she's just like, sorry, that happens. You're, you're should we to, put into the show notes that uh, you're gonna have to anybody pump. listening with their kids should, like, stop it after Santa's letter? You're going to have to pump, be this part, right? pump Pepper's stomach after the show. What's she eating now? Oh, she's still at it. It's, she's, I mean, that toy is always gone. It's gross. Yeah. Hey, Brad, oh. could you do could you do a little editing to where take out maybe where we talk about the whole about before we start referring to it as Muhammad Ali, maybe yeah. re- cut that out because the grownups can figure it out. Stuff like yeah. That. Just in case there are kids listening. I'll just put in Muhammad Ali over 
Okay. The S word. Here, Beautiful. Can you kill the music for a moment? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. There you go. You got three edits. There we go. There we go. Hey, I got to get ready to go for work. Right. Yep. So, um, hey. <clears throat> I want to. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What Brad. are you doing no for Christmas? Christmas? I am actually. I'm actually spending it with Nancy Kent. Uh, little okay, Nancy little Kent. Nancy. Okay, good. We're gonna go up and uh, hang out with my sister and her husband and their two kids and uh, her parents cool. and our sorry uh, his parents and then uh, one of uh, Dave's uh, cousins. Uh, fell there out there. Uh-oh. I'll have the whole family over to my parents' house. Awesome. And um. Now, would uh, you get your girls? You want to tell us? No, Sorry. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, you know, we've been ending the show for uh, the past several weeks with music. Mm-hmm. I wanted to end this this uh, one with a music. Okay. Song, Very if good. you don't mind. So let's wrap up the show, gotcha. and then and then we'll end with a special Christmas song. You've been listening to a half hour wasted. Proud member of the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwaste at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted and check out our Facebook page, HHWLOD. Leave us leave us any um, voicemails for the show at 972-798-3830. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Bill. I'm Brad. <clears throat> this is a special Merry Christmas message from Carl of Aquatine Hunger Force. Thank you. a real good chance I pissed my pants get more pants out of the pants drawer Christmas Day will find me hung over pissed off and annoyed I'll be home long after Christmas Cause I'm still unemployed And frankly, it sucks.